actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, dynamic inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. I am here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm glad that you're here. The people have no idea what they're in for because you are a ball of energy and truly, truly a true example of Destiny Determined, which is our episode of today. And with that being said, I always like to do this when I bring on guests because the listeners sometimes want to know why this person, what qualifies them, who is this? And so forth. This is how like we all are sometimes. We want to know what makes this person that qualified to be a part of this episode. So I just wanted you to have the opportunity to just share with people. I know who you are. I've seen your journey and I've truly, I honestly, I can't even, I don't even want to go there because then we'll be off track and I know how we get. So I want the people to know who is Keem Smiles straight from your mouth. Yeah, that's definitely a good question. Um, King Smiles is talented, outgoing, self-motivated, humble, loyal, happy, respectful individual that's just really care about life to the fullest. <laughs> that's King Smiles. <laughs> All right. So I know who you are. You're trying to sell yourself a little short, but I'm not even going to do all of that with you right now. But I want people to know, what in the world do you do? And I'm going to even ask for myself, what in the world do you do? I know elements of what you do, but because Mm. you have shifted and transformed and changed up so many times, I even need an update. What in the world (laughs) does Keem Smiles do? Yes, I think a lot of people want to know what I do. (laughs) So that's that's definitely a good question. So. Um, all around, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. That's number one. But um, I am a CEO of my own real estate company called Star Legacy Home. So that's like my, my my main priority. And also, I'm the CEO of Star Frame Sunglasses. So you know, anybody can get a pair of sunglasses. Then on top of it, I'm a full time YouTuber. So I'm always on YouTube uploading videos. That's like my other stream of income. And then on top of it, I'm a singer and a songwriter. <laughs> so I I make music and things like that. So but all together is literally entrepreneurial, but I do multiple things. And there was a lot of on top of that, on top of that, on top of that. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into detail about the on top of that. And this is part of the reason why I had you come on, because one thing I do know about you is you are a very determined person. You do not allow yourself to get caught up in one thing or stay somewhere where you don't feel appreciated or you don't feel like it's growing you Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are afraid to take that leap sometimes and take that jump sometimes but you don't you just you do it like that's one of the things I admire about you is you're so determined to see your destiny um, fulfilled that you will push you will sacrifice you will do whatever it takes to make sure that you are on the right 
track. So let's talk about your road and your journey to where you are now, to the point where you can say all these things confidently. I want you to kind of just share your story on what led you to this point and also share some lessons along the way. There are people who are listening who Mm -hmm. are stuck right now and they don't know what's left or they don't want to leave this job. They're scared of change. They don't know what's next. Um, And maybe you can shed some light on on your journey uh, so that way people can kind of see that there is life in everything that you do. You just have to make a move and trust the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can definitely go over this journey of Kimi Smiles, <laughs> of how I got to the point where I'm at today. Uh, so honestly, literally, I'm going to just go a little bit more back to, uh, to when I was 11 years old, honestly, because <laughs> it literally started from there. Um, literally, when I was 11 years old, that's when I knew I knew how to sing. I was like, oh, I know how to sing, but I don't want to sing in front of nobody. I'm too scared. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was just like, all right. Um, when I was 11, I knew how to sing. 13. That's when I got into writing music. I'm just being my bedroom, just writing songs by myself. And I was like, oh, I can actually do this. This is kind of cool. So then I got out of my comfort zone and decided to get in chorus. Because I'm like, if I can get in chorus and be around other people singing, then that's the first breakthrough <laughs> right there. So um, I started doing that. Then I ended up in, I ended up in voice class, then concert choir, everything you can think of gospel choir everything you can think of I did it I was in multiple talent shows when I was a teenager and just really trying to really push this image as a singer that's all I wanted people to know me as when I was a teenager that's king that can sing like that's that's all I cared about um but a lot of people don't know I don't I don't even think you even know this so Madonna reached out to me at the age of uh 17 and I don't know how she reached out to me but Anyway, that's what happened (laughs) when I was 17. And so uh, she wanted to sign me to her record label, but she sold her record label at the time. And then she wanted to get me on Jive Records. So around this time, I'm in high school. I'm just thinking about, I'm about to be this big star. I feel like I'm about to be the next Chris Brown, (laughs) whatever. And um, everything just literally went downhill, not because of her, just because of management that was around. So at that particular time, I just felt like my dreams was ruined. I would never be a singer. I'm never going to be anything. That was me at the age of 17. (laughs) So I was just feeling like, oh, I'm just going to work a regular job and I'm just not going to do this. So that's what I did for like two to three years after that. Um, One day my mom told me, she was just like, you need to get back into singing. Like, she just really reminded me that everybody don't have a gift of singing. And she was like, you need to do something. At least put out a song, a video, just do something with it. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's definitely right. So she gave me that motivation to get back into the swing of things. But I was like, how am I going to get back into the swing of things when nobody knows who I am? <laughs> so um, that's when I decided to start a YouTube channel in uh, 2013. So January 2013, my very first video was like me singing Tamar Braxton, Love and War. But I wasn't consistent on the YouTube channel. I would just drop videos like every two months, every three. Like I, just, I wasn't taking it serious at all. Um, then after that, fast forward to 2016, I just told myself, I said, you know what? How about I drop a video once a week, every Sunday for the whole year, no matter what's going on in my life. Let me let me just let me just be dedicated to myself and just do that. I don't know what's about to happen, but let's just do it. So that's what I did. Some of those videos are kind of crazy because <laughs> I was just really getting a swing of things. But the, I noticed the more I did it, the more comfortable I got on camera and got uh comfortable talking and just doing different things and switching things up so 
the end of August, like the beginning of September in 2016, that's when um, someone reached out to me and they was just like, oh, we want to we want to have you on our show called OM Gossip. And pretty much what OM Gossip is, is a it's like a celebrity gossip show. You talk about celebrity gossip. So how they end up finding me was I did a review video for the MTV Music Awards. So they seen that video. They liked it. So and that was a YouTube video. So they seen that. They asked me to be on the show. I said, sure. The very first episode, I had a ball. We was having fun. Then the next week, they was like, oh, we want you on again. I said, okay, not a problem. Did it again. Then the next week, they was like, oh, can you come back? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so I came came back again. And then the third time I came, they had me interview uh, Nigel Baker, uh, the judge from America's Top Model. That was my third time being on the show. And I was like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. Like, oh, we're doing big things now. <laughs> and then it just turned into me interviewing different celebrities on the show. And then I just started being a regular on top of me still being consistent with my YouTube channel on top of me uh, still working my nine to five. So while, while me doing that for a little while, just because of the connections of that show, I ended up being on uh, TMZ. So honestly, I just thought I was gonna be on TMZ just, just one time, honestly, but that became to like an every month type of thing. <laughs> so I was on TMZ every single month, uh, then doing all gossip, then still working my nine to five job. And <laughs> it, was, it was just a lot going on. Then around that time, I came out with my music. And so I felt like that was the perfect time to come out with my music video at the time, which was Love Story. Um, I was like, this is the perfect time. I'm doing so much stuff. Like, a lot of eyes is on me right now. So why not come out finally with my first official single? And that single he's talking about, Love Story, goes a little something like this. I know you didn't know I was going to do this, but they have to hear it. At least a sample. So here we go. So that's just a little sample of Keem Smiles' love story. So Keem, go ahead. Tell us about this YouTube thing. Tell us what happened. Uh, I started noticing my friend started doing these YouTube videos, but they was different. Like you eating on camera and she was like, yeah, it's mukbang. I'm like, what the heck is a mukbang or a mukbang? Or I don't even know how to even say the word. <laughs> <laughs> so she was just like, yeah, it's good. Like a lot of people watch you. I'm like, what? So me and her would start doing videos together on her channel. And I just saw the growth. Like, I just seen, like, it was just crazy to me. So in my mind, I'm like, why not starting completely another channel and just, just eat food on camera? So I started doing that. And surprisingly, it just grew real quick. And within the first six months of that channel was literally my first 
paycheck on YouTube. So what nobody don't know is that the whole time I've been doing YouTube, I never got paid until I actually started the Mukbang channel. And once I started the Mukbang channel, now I'm seeing YouTube checks. So I'm like, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is crazy. So I'm still working a nine to five. We're going to get too high. I end up leaving my nine to five, but I'm still working my nine to five. And then literally one day when I was working at work, corporate America really like just one of the best jobs you can get. And I said, you know what, all this money I'm bringing in, I need to start using this money and invest it into something that I really want to do to actually generate even more money so I can leave this job. Like I need to do that. So I invested into like a real estate course, just started learning a lot of things. Just, I just, I was just focused. I was focused, focused, focused. Um, I started to make a little money in real estate and I should have been making more, but soon I started seeing that money. I was out. I'm not going to lie. I just left my job. <laughs> so uh, I left my job in 2020 around the pandemic when everything was like pretty much going on. And, but I felt really confident in that decision because I was already seeing revenue elsewhere so by me doing that everything's been really really good and yeah here we are now <laughs> let me take you back though because i've known you for some years and one of the reasons why i definitely want to have you on is because of your journey because i knew when you were working some dead-end jobs mm -hmm. and you could not stand it and like you'd be like you know what i'm gonna stick it out and then i talk to you like the next day oh yeah i left that job but i got a new one <laughs> like you never <laughs> allow yourself to just be paralyzed or not to be able to advance or go to the next level or to get complacent in a position that just was not working for you. That focus piece, when you say you just focus, 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 like when I say he has a, a laser eye focus when it comes to doing what he wants to do, this is the only, one of the only very few people that I really know that I've seen from like way back when to now where when they say they're going to do something, they're going to do it. And it doesn't matter if they have the funds for it. It doesn't matter because we have talked sometimes where money was an issue. You didn't have the money. Mm. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. But yet you still were making a way. And I remember one time, I'm like, you know, he's doing these little YouTube channels, but it's just like, he wasn't even doing it for the money at that point. Mm. You were just doing it because that's something that you like to do. And it got to a point where then I was like, is he on team? What in the world? What, what has happened? Like, when did this happen? <laughs> but that was a true testament that don't always operate for money. Operate out of the things that you love to do and the money will follow up. But you cannot stop and get distracted based on your current circumstance because your current circumstances are the setup for your glow up. Mm-hmm. And even though you're like, why is he sitting here telling me his whole story? I don't really know him like that. And some of you may who follow and, and have been seeing this journey. But I know that your story is so relatable and that your story is just so real to what a lot of us are encountering, even in my current state right now. It's not about money. That's not why I'm doing any of this. Um, I'm doing it just for the passion and the love of the people and wanting to see people succeed. And I feel like we operate in the same manner when we do that. Now, once the money starts coming in, of course it's smart to invest and, and do that because you can do more, you can give more, mm -hmm. but it's a process to get to that point. So Hakeem, I'm going to take you back because you've had some jobs. Like when, when did you realize nine to five just wasn't for you anymore? And it was outside of those checks from YouTube because you you realized that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely realized that a long time ago. Um, I I literally knew that honestly when I was 
I don't know, can I, can I say the job? Well, it was, I was working at this job. <laughs> it was, it was for, <laughs> it was for retail and I was there for like a couple years. And what I, I think what, I think what honestly happened was for some reason I stayed getting suspended at that job. <laughs> like I always got suspended. They would never fire me, but they would always suspend me, but it'd be over like the, the most pettiest thing. So in that moment, I was just like, this is not really, I, I can't, I don't really see myself working a job the rest of my life. Like I just literally knew, like I'm, I don't see myself working nine to five and it's just, I, it was just literally that job that it just really showed me. I was like, yeah, this is not for me, but you are right. Like sometimes I will work a job real quick and then I was get another job real quick. Cause one thing about me, once I'm focused and I'm determined, like I can be like, literally if I was working a job right now, nine to five that I didn't like, Best believe I would have something that I like a little bit to get me by probably like the next month or the next week because I'd be so focused. Like, that's the thing. Even, and this is, this is for people that's looking for a job. My thing is when I'm looking for a job, like a nine to five or whatever, and you're looking for a new job, I literally would uh, take a whole day, well, not, well, on my day off for my job. On my day off for my job, I would literally work all day as if I was at work, but I would apply at jobs all day. Some people were like, oh, I, I applied at a few jobs. I should be good. No, I would literally apply at jobs all day long for like a whole shift because that's how determined I am to get out of the job I'm at. That's why it was always easy for me to get jobs left and right. And then sometimes I got offered three jobs at one time and I had to pick out, I had to literally pick which one I want to work at. So um, it was, it's never been hard for me to get a job. So money, money was always coming in. It's just, you know, once you determine your focus, nobody can't stop you. <laughs> so, you know, there are people who are listening who, who have been following your journey. There's people who are just learning who you are. But one thing I know that can't be denied is this energy and the go-getter attitude, but not in the way of a technical, like a hustler mentality. Mm -hmm. It's more of, I'm going to receive what I put out in the atmosphere. And many people don't realize that that makes a complete difference in manifestation. Exactly. Because some people hustle, but they hustle and they're shady and they don't focus on like certain essentials to carry you over into elevation. And with you, it's more so there is like, you will always find the positive in every situation yep. and even when sometimes you're not down you don't stay down you 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 take the hit and then you get back up and you're like what's next and i'm like you're like the energizer <laughs> I, I don't get it. exactly so even in my current circumstances and and when i go through some things like you're one of the people i think about because you just do not stay down you refuse you refuse and that is a trait that we all need to possess is we refuse to stay down. If we were born to be victorious, if we were born to have all these great things, then why are we settling for less than when we have been promised greater than? Mm. That is the question. So for all those who's listening, like if you're not happy with your situation, if you're not, or if you're too complacent in your situation and you feel like you've reached your peak, your peak has not been reached your limits that you put on your life have been reached, but you were born to be limitless. That means you still have more to do. Once you accomplish one step, there's more to come. So it's just like when you were doing your um, OMG gossip and TMZ, they asked you to come. That's one step. So a lot of people, like you were at first, like, I'm good. I'm in. I don't have to come back. And then you got another call. 
number two. Then you got another call, number three. Then before you know it, you're a regular. Well, that's what happens with your blessings. And that's what we miss. Well, you're so determined and you're focused and you're doing things not according to your flesh desires and your own will, but when you're doing things that you're really called to do according to his plan. And again, I'm put that disclaimer out there. Y'all know I respect all religions, but y'all know I'm not going to deny or hide my faith. So when you <laughs> are in that position and you're according to his plan, then you just have to stay focused. You can't always look back or always try to dissect every little thing of why. Take your lesson and keep it moving and understand that these lessons are puzzle pieces to your destiny. Mm. And you just have to collect the pieces along the way. Everybody's so quick to collect these Pokemons and all these other things of the world <laughs> and these shoes and this and that, but you're not collecting the essentials for your elevation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I anything to say. Keem smiles. <laughs> no, you you said everything. I, yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, as we're going down the line on your journey, so right now, you know, you've caught us up to where you are. You're doing the YouTube. You have your own businesses. You're working on some other projects. So what is something that many people may not know about you? Woo. Um, what a lot of people actually don't know, and I never said this, like ever. Um, when I was younger, like I maybe like first grade, second grade, I don't know. I just know I was a kid. Um, I had a really bad stuttering problem. Like I would stutter really bad. I'd be like, da, 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 da. like, <laughs> like I had a really bad stuttering problem, and it was hard for me to. I, I wouldn't say interact with kids, but they would just notice I was a little different because <laughs> I could never get my words out. Uh, till like literally to this day, it got way much better because now I'm always talking. <laughs> but it's just I notice when I get really excited, like my friends don't even notice it, but I would talk real, 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 real quick. Then I would randomly just slow down, but nobody would never notice because I literally have to slow down so I won't stutter. Um, sometimes to my mom when I'm talking to her. I do stutter. She's probably the only person that still hears me stutter to this day. I don't know what it is about my mom. Maybe, I don't know, but <laughs> like sometimes I just stutter sometimes because we, we, me and her, we have really deep conversations. We get so excited. We just be talking and talking and talking. So um, she's probably the only person that really hears me stutter here and there. But yeah, that's something that a lot of people don't know. Interesting. So even, even with that being said, here you are. A lot of people um, to Listen up, listeners. This is, uh, I keep, I told you I had to have him on here for a reason. And he doesn't even realize that I am, I am using him right now in a way that he doesn't even realize with his story. And I hope that he takes these notes and really applies it to the platforms that he's about to be on because it's real. And I've been here for him and he knows this, but I, I knew it was going to be a day where I would expose him in this light. And what I'm saying is this man had, I'm going to say, a special feature that many people do not want to show or many people will allow to keep them from walking in their greatness. However, still being determined, figured out how to work with his special feature so that it worked for his own good. So here you are interviewing folks, talking to mainstream on YouTube, where do they do that at? A lot of people will refuse because of perception of what's going on in their struggle, but yet you still decided that I'm going to fight through it. I'm going to figure it out and then use it for my advantage. So there are moments where you talk fast, but there's moments where you slow it down. So now you have texture in your conversation. Mm -hmm. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is 
you still did not surrender to your circumstances. So on your road to your destiny, you cannot surrender to your circumstances. Anything you should surrender to is your calling and your purpose and God. But outside of that, you are not to surrender on your path to your success. I made a post in it and it said something of the nature that obituaries, I mean, I'm sorry, excuses are the obituaries to your success. Mm. Let me say that one more time. Mm-hmm. Excuses are the obituaries to your success. Stop killing your dreams and kill the excuses. Because here we are with our guest today, Keem Smiles, and he's pushing through. He's doing things. He came from little Delaware. I mean, he ain't even supposed to. I'm going to from <laughs> Delaware. I know a lot of y'all are like, where is that? Where is that at? Is that under? Yes, the first state. Okay. Okay. Delaware. That's where I know him from. And he's made a way. And so a lot of people say, you have to be here. You have to do this. You have to do that. And like I always say, on paper, I may not be qualified, but in purpose, I am overqualified. And Hakeem is a testimony to that, to that quote right there. On paper, he may not be qualified. Who told him that he should be on TMZ? Who told him that he should be owning some businesses? Who told him that he should be doing this and doing that and so forth. However, and purpose, you can't deny what it is that you're supposed to be doing and no one can deny you access to the room that you have been giving the master key to. Mm. Mm-hmm. Woo! So in this whole process, one thing that I realized is you always have a team or a core that keeps you going. So I know that you have a, 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 a set few people that you always go to, but, and I already know kind of what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you say it for yourself. Who is that one person that keeps you going? Yeah. That one person that keeps me going is my mom. <laughs> my mom, she uh, keeps me going. Uh, she's another reason why I'm pretty much an entrepreneur today because she always believed in me. She believed in everything I did. Like as long as she saw that I was consistent with it, she was she was here for it. Um, I get a lot of advice from her. Um, a lot of people don't even know, but like when it comes to my music, like just a couple of songs I have out um, now, like I would ask her her input or like even like my single fantasize, like I didn't know how to sing it for my second verse. And a lot of people don't know my mom can actually sing. So she actually sung in a certain type of way. She was like, I think you should do it like this. And I was like, perfect. That's exactly what I needed. And then I just put the words on top of it. So she really helps me out a lot when it comes to me being creative and getting ideas together. Even some YouTube videos, I'm like, do you like this intro? Do you like this song? Do you like the way I just look? Should I take this out? So I get a lot of input. Um, from her before I even put anything up. Even sometimes on social media, like if I'm questioning a picture, I'm like, you think I should put this up? Like not literally every little thing I do, but it's just certain things that I'm like, I'm not too sure. I need another opinion. But um, yeah, she's like my biggest support system. Even, you know, you know, when I'm like feeling down once in a blue moon, she just lifts me back up, let me know who I am. <laughs> and then I feel better again. So I think, I think, I, I just feel so blessed to have 
a mom that's so supportive like her because I I do know it, there is some, you know, parents that's not supportive of anything that you want to do in life. And then the thing that I'm doing in life is very different. It's not your normal everyday type of thing. It's very like kind of like out there, like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But she's always been here for it. And she likes the fact that I'm actually working for myself now. So, yep, my mom. And you know what's interesting? You said a lot of things within that. And I've always loved your relationship with your mom. I have a similar relationship with mom. It's like a a safe zone. Like, if I can't trust anybody mm-hmm. else next to God, it's my mom. But even you've addressed that. Even people, some people don't have that support from your parents. And that doesn't mean that you still can't mm-hmm. achieve. And I know it's a struggle and that's a whole journey in itself. But let that fuel you to continue to succeed. Now, I'm telling anybody who's trying to achieve anything that's out of the norm, even within the norm, everyone needs a support system. And sometimes it's not who you think it should be or what it would be, but it's those who you didn't really even think about. So you need to do a circle check and figure out who is on your team, who is really there for you, who is going to be there for you if you fall flat on your face who is going to be there to pick you up because oftentimes we have people in our circle who are plotting against us or who are waiting for an opportunity to take off in our vehicle when we get to a certain point of success after we do all the hard work all the tune-ups all the cleaning all of that we pay that car off then that's when they want to take the wheel Mm. who is in your circle who can you call on who will push you and elevate you who will keep you laser focused focused focus, like Hakeem said in those three times, and who is going to keep you going? Who can you rely on when you can't trust yourself? You weren't ready for this, King Smiles. (laughs) You were not ready for this, but it's so necessary, and that's why we're doing this. Real life, real issues with real people. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. Like you had to work to get to the point that you're at. And a lot of people think just because I'm anointed and gifted and I have a purpose that they don't have to do nothing with it. And that's why I'm even talking about a car right now. Like just because you have a vehicle, get you A and B. But if you don't maintenance that bad boy, if you don't put gas in that bad boy, if you don't you know, keep the upkeep, then it's not going to do anything for you eventually. Exactly. And that's the thing with your blessings. Like you have to be able to nurture your blessings, nurture your purpose, because it doesn't just stay the same. Things change, life change, technology changes, all these things change. So if you're staying the same while everything else around you is changing, then you're already decades behind. Eventually, just like a a VHS, eventually just like a CD player, you will be non-relevant. You will be a delicacy, true, but not the necessity. Your purpose keeps you relevant to what it is that God is calling you to do. So with all that being said, what was the most most life-changing situation that has ultimately assisted in who you are today? Mm, um, the most life-changing just in my life period was literally, you know, we're going to be really raw today. We want to be really open. Um, so yeah. So when I was 16, um, I feel like it, I, it was like two things that hit me really hard. And, uh, when I, in 2006, um, my dad passed away and like the day before mother's day, he passed away. And later that year I found out I was HIV positive. So all of that 
being 16, just, it, it, it was life-changing. It was a lot. I'm like, oh, I just lost my dad. He's like my best friend. <laughs> I mean, he was my best friend. And now I have this from my first relationship. And I'm just like, I honestly felt like I didn't know what to do <laughs> like at that particular time. Um, that was really life-changing for me. It was just, it was just, it, I don't know. I just felt like at that particular moment in my life that I didn't, I don't know. I just felt like I didn't have much hope at the time. Um, and what, and what, what's so crazy about this, right? The way how I'm so determined, literally the day I found out I was HIV positive was the day before the first day of school. So I do remember the day I found out it was, uh, a whole movie. It, it was just a lot going on, a lot of tears. And I remember my mom telling me, like, you don't got to go to school the next day. We actually don't got to go to school this whole week. Like, I understand. Do you know I, like, literally woke up the next day, and I was like, this is not about to determine who I am as a person. I got dressed, looked really, really nice for mm -hmm. school, wiped my tears, and went to school that day. And nobody would ever knew that something that dramatic, like, I'm not that dramatic, something that stressful happened to me yesterday because literally the, the first day of school everybody's like oh you look nice and da 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 and wow you, you know and I just came there with a smile on my face and that was the first day I literally knew like okay nothing nothing can't take me down because if I can go to school the next day after find something out like this <laughs> I was like nobody cannot stop me so from there I, I told myself like that next week I was like you know what I'm not gonna let this make make this like me I'm just gonna just just keep pursuing just keep pursuing forward and just keep doing what I gotta do in life and that's exactly what I did so like but yeah that was really life-changing for me you know what's interesting is because you know I know this story but I didn't expect for you <laughs> to actually share that today and I'm, I'm glad you did because this is why all of my guests that come on this podcast this season have been extremely vulnerable and I have not blocked that I have not stopped that if it's a curse word I hit explicit on the episode it just is what it is because I want raw mm. truth and like there you go that 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 diagnosis for lack of better mm. words or life adjustment can take some people out and that's a heavy topic I remember when you first told me about that element of your life and I was just like oh my god yes. like but the way that you said it, it wasn't even like I can be like sad or anything it was more so like okay um all right well <laughs> okay so what what's next because you still have this light that you carry and there's there's some of us who have a light that even when we feel like it's not shining or it's turned off it shines brighter mm. because there are certain rooms that you walk in that need your light in order to operate. So many people will not know what's going on internally mm. because you're allowing yourself to be used on a greater capacity. And you're also kind of doing the self-sacrifice to move the masses. And that's deep because here you are, you got this new, and of course your mom and your parents, and even with your mom even being there and being like, listen, take off, you know, because you never know what some other situations could be. You could have got put out, people could do this, but that mm -hmm. wasn't your story. However, you also controlled what the situation is going to make of you. And sometimes what people need to realize is, and I say this all the time, it's not about what life throws at you. It's everything about how you respond to life. And oftentimes we let life take us out. Like one little thing happened and just like, Woo! no, I can't do it no more. I can't do it. Exactly. And it's like, no, 
you're choosing, you're making the choice to respond to it that way when you can have another option, but you don't want to put in that work. You want to be the victim or you want to do this. No, life will throw things at you. And sometimes it is what it is. And now I've learned that some things will come at me and I just laugh. And I'm like, you know what, Lord? <laughs> I don't like you right now, but I love you. And I know that it's for my greater good. And I just have to figure out how to roll with it. And I, I appreciate those kind of moments because it shows and reminds me, and I'm sure it did for you, of your strength and who you are. And in that moment, you had an epiphany that honestly fueled the traits and the characteristics that you already had it just gave it that much more power because then you realized i am not my diagnosis i am not this i am not what people may think of me i am above and beyond and that's just what it's going to be i refuse to fail and if this thing can't take me out what makes you think i'm gonna let the world take me out yep that is so true So, and even talking about that, um, let's talk about faith a little bit, because I know there's a lot of different perceptions on faith, and we've talked about that in some other episodes this season, and people have very different perspectives, and like I said, I have my my foundation, and I'm good with that, and I don't disrespect anybody. I love everybody. It is what it is. That's that's the root of my, my, my relationship with God, is to love. Everything else is going to work itself out, but with you, I know, like, not just with you, but even with myself. Sometimes we have this like roller coaster relationship with faith and with God because it's like, all right, God, you blessing me, but then whoa, I go through so much. Oh my God, you're blessing me. Yes, I love you, but oh, I don't like you. It's like this up and down thing. Or like sometimes we get so caught up in everything we got on going on that we lose the grip of faith. Um, so my question to you is, how does faith play a part in your journey? And when you do feel like you're losing grip. How do you get that that grit to pull back in to your source? Yeah, definitely. Um, I do know within like the past year or maybe a little bit longer than that or a year or so, uh, what helps for me in my life now, and I notice is it it's, it's, it definitely helps a lot. Uh, I just literally talk to God right in that moment. Whatever happens, if I'm just feeling down, especially when I'm feeling frustrated, <laughs> I do express my feelings a lot to God because I honestly feel like it just helps me out. Like once I say everything I have to say and I done release that energy upon myself, I honestly feel like lighter. Like it's if that makes sense. I just feel lighter after just expressing that. I don't want to call nobody. I don't want to, I don't want to. I want to get anybody's opinion. I just literally just want to just talk to God. So that's that's what I do. That's what I do. Anytime I'm like, when I just feel like I'm just stuck or like I'm just really, really frustrated or just really, really sad, I, I do, I really do talk to God. And then right after that, um, I have a thing for water, like <laughs> listening to water. So right after that, I immediately would just play audio of like listening to the ocean or the river because for me, that calms me down. I don't know, maybe because I'm a water sign. I don't know, but <laughs> I just know that calms me all the way down and I feel very peace. Like I'm just at, a, at peace with myself and it always works. Like it just always, always works. So that's, that's literally what I do. Like I get up to God, like, you know. <laughs> I love that. I do. I, I love that for so many different reasons. Um, so speaking about being overwhelmed, like outside of God and your mom, what are some things that you do and, and, and 
to free yourself in that moment because I know I know how I am sometimes and when I'm going through something I don't want to talk to nobody I don't <laughs> want to deal with anybody it's just like I pray about it and then I'm like yeah to myself yeah I'm like mm-hmm. that's it and I've learned that sometimes that's not the healthiest practice <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm working on that even to this current day but I because I know my circle and I know there's certain people I know hands down if I need a laugh or some encouragement or just to just like breathe and forget about all my troubles. I know to call you because listen, you so high <laughs> off of life that you get on a call and I could be like down to a zero, but I'm like, I might be crying or whatever. If I call you, I'm crying still, but I'm laughing yeah. crying. Like it's not even about what my situation was exactly. anymore. And yeah, that's just, I know that now I have to find some outlets too. And normally it's to create, but I want to make sure that when I'm creating, I'm not always creating out of a place of desperation or a place of frustration, because I feel like then it doesn't, my true calling and purpose doesn't manifest the creation Mm -hmm. that it needs. But I'm learning that there's other things I do like to do um, outside of just listening to gospel music and all those kind of things. I do like to go sit by the beach. I do not like to do these things. I do know I can call this person. I do know that sometimes for me, even in these moments as an outlet to do something that I've never mm. done before by myself mm. or with the select people who I know the energy will be right to just do something that I've never been before, whether it's go, um skydiving which i did do before whether it's to go whatever it is but to do something that's going to give me a new experience and take my mind off of what i'm going through and focus on the new task at hand because oftentimes when you're stepping into something new you kind of erase everything else that's going on in the moment because it's a foreign territory so you're trying Mm -hmm. to figure it all out but what that does is it allows you to be free so for you what are your outlets yeah my outlets is literally um I do draw. A lot of people don't know I draw, but, you know, <laughs> I do draw, like, for me, that is, is common for the spirit, like, drawing and coloring and things like that. So I, I do, I actually do that a lot. Um, <laughs> so I actually draw. And honestly, just literally just being uh, with, like, one of my, like, close friends or my best friends or just being around that type of energy that, that always, like, literally always lifts me back up. Like, I'm just so happy for the the small little tiny little circle <laughs> that I have a group of friends because they are amazing. Like I can literally call my best friend. I can just say, hello. She can be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Oh my God, this was going on. Like, <laughs> like she just literally knows without me even saying anything. So like, um, it's just, I don't know that those are my outlets. I draw, I color. Um, I, I'm around like my best friends, uh, you know, things like that. That, that helps me out. So my question to you, now that we've talked about, we've talked about a lot (laughs) um, in a short amount of time, but for anyone who is on their journey to success and trying to find their way, what is any advice that you could share with them based on your experience? Yeah, definitely. Um, Number one, don't be so, don't be so in your head. Cause I know when you're doing things and doing something new, you're constantly overthinking overthinking a lot like is this going to be right just take action that's the best thing i can say like literally take action like because even myself to this day i do sometimes overthink like certain things how do i want this to look it's okay to think not trying to say you cannot think (laughs) but sometimes we can overthink and we didn't take no action like that whole day you was overthinking you could have took some action and saw some type of results today so i would literally say that 
Um, also, honestly, I would say uh, write your goals down. I personally write my goals down. Like literally right now, I have one of my goals on a big poster board on the wall. So it's like in my face every single day because literally that just motivates me to get to my next goal. So, and it always, it always end up working. I've been writing, I've been writing down my goals through like that whole story I told you, but I literally wrote down my goals throughout that time. Like I wrote down my goals, like I'm doing a YouTube channel. Okay. Did that. I'm going to do this. Like everything I wrote down literally end up happening. Um, you know, so I would literally say write things down because it keeps you motivated and it's don't, don't just write something down, put in a little notebook and then shut it. No, write something down biggest day <laughs> so you can see it. Cause it's going to always remind you like, Oh, you can be laying down. You look at it. You like, Okay, let me get up. Like it just it just keeps you going. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then the main thing is just don't give up, no matter like how long it takes. Now, I'm a big fan of changing things up to get to your goal. Definitely do that, but don't give up on your goal. That that's pretty much. So th those are some advice I, I would say. I like that. I, I like that. Change things up because you have to remain flexible mm -hmm. on your journey and understand that there is no one way of doing something. There are several ways of doing it. And that's why you're uniquely created because you can be that answer to a missing major piece. Like just because one person went yep. route A and then the person, another person went route B does not mean there's not a route C. You just have to be the one to walk the path to show others that there's a route C. That's just mm -hmm. like the GPS. It, you, you, you trust your GPS to take you to a destination, but there's multiple ways of getting to that destination. And then sometimes there's a traffic jam. Okay, that's life. So how do you reroute to still get to your destination? It, exactly. And I'll, just to pinpoint on that real, really quick, just to go to like YouTube just real, real fast. Like YouTube is literally a good example. Like some people can literally start YouTube and... The next thing you know, it the next three months they're getting three and five thousand dollars real quick. They, their channel just done blew up. Their channel's pandemonium. It's like what? And then someone like me, I did YouTube for a long time <laughs> until I start actually seeing the revenue. So it's just it's just different for everybody. Everybody like what I what I've been learning throughout the journey. Everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different journey. It, it things you I I always say never feel jealous or feel like oh why this happening to that person it's supposed to be happening to that person because it's their time in that season. Your season is going to come. Everybody has a season. So it's like never feel discouraged about what the other person has because that's honestly something that I had to realize with myself probably like five, six years ago. Like I was that person like, dang, all this stuff happening to Dom and I'm just over here just hustling, trying my best. <laughs> but then over time, I'm just like, oh, okay, like, everybody has a different season and you just it's just different now like i just i just look at life so differently now so when people are really doing their thing i'm really happy for them like in real life i'm like oh my gosh i'm so great that you just sold out all those products and you just did this you did that. like i'd be really excited because i know it's their season and it's so good to see someone winning in their season and everybody's going to everybody's listening to this everybody's going to you're going to have your winning season and it's going to feel so good because it's going to be back to back, back to back with blessings and blessings. But, um, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before I ask my final mm -hmm. two questions, I want to actually break into a segment on the episode called this or that. Okay. Welcome to the this or that segment. So let me tell you a little bit about how this goes. I will give you a this and a that. You just simply have to choose which way you're gonna go. 
For example, I can say something like Oprah or Michelle Obama. You have to just simply choose one. I know sometimes this may get difficult. So we are allowing you one plead the fifth. Only one plead the fifth. So I suggest you choose wisely. There's no wrong, there's no right. It's just a this or that. So ready? Let's get it. Here we go. Keisha Cole or K. Michelle? Ooh. <laughs> ooh, wow. <laughs> I would say, uh, ooh, Keisha Cole, the reason why is because she has a lot of nice so Not trying to say K. Michelle don't, but I can relate way more to, I guess, Keisha, Keisha Cole music way more. It, it is, it just, it is what it is. Um, so I'm going with Keisha Cole. Chris Brown, Chris Brown. or Usher? <laughs> Chris, Chris Brown. Um, I love Usher. I love Usher, but Chris Brown just, I can't. I'm, I'm going to make this really short because I'm a fan of Chris Brown. But <laughs> Chris Brown is like, he can sing, he can dance, he can draw, he he can play basketball. Like, he can literally do every single thing. He's like a triple threat. Like, that's why I say Chris Brown. Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston. I would, yeah. We're going to keep it moving. Luther Vandross or Stevie Wonder? Oh, my gosh. Um... What? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna plead the fifth. I'm sorry, I gotta do that. <laughs> I, I can't do that. I can't. Sorry. Nope. Nope. John Legend or Maxwell? Maxwell. Tamar Braxton or Tony Braxton? Mmm. Mmm. Wow. <laughs> I'm. Ooh. Ooh, okay, I'm going with Tamar. I gotta say why. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with Tamar <laughs> because. Oh my god, they both got beautiful voices. But I'm gonna go with Tamar because Tamar, she be singing like she really do be singing, singing like. So I'm just gonna go with Tamar. <laughs> and my last, this or that, Kelly Rowland or Michelle Williams, both from Destiny. No, you did it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. That's not fair. I like both of them. Okay, so <laughs> Ooh. I'm I'm actually gonna pick Michelle Michelle Williams because she has that raspiness in her voice when she sings and she be taking me there when she be singing those gospel songs. I'm just going with Michelle Williams. <laughs> That's just what it is. <laughs> well, thank you for playing this segment <laughs> on the show. I appreciate you. Well, that wraps up this segment of This or That. Thanks again for playing and for all of our listeners. Until next time, make sure you choose wisely. <laughs> now to grab things up and keep things going, I want to take a moment because I believe that we need to celebrate our accomplishments every step of the way. And I wanna just take a moment for you to have some keen facts, some keen smile oh. facts. So. Tell us a little bit about your followers, music, anything you want to say about your accomplishments. Now is your moment. All right. So, yeah. So, my accomplishments. Okay. So, my very first single, uh, when Love Story first came out, it had a, I actually reached a thousand streams in one day. And I was really excited because I, 
to me, it felt like a million streams in one day. So I was just over the top. Like, I, I don't know why, but I just felt like nobody was going to really get the song. Like, I don't know. I don't, I, that was just in my head. But it did extremely, really well. Everybody was sharing it left and right. So I was so excited. And then later on that year, it just started doing extremely even more well when I came out with the music video. So pretty much I have a lot of sales all over the world, Russia, um, Nigeria, um, Mexico. It's just, it's literally everywhere to the point, like some people actually do send me videos as I'm playing the song. And that's pretty much dope. But as of right now, uh, Love Story altogether has like over 200,000 streams and stuff. I don't know how many times people bought it on uh you know, Apple and iTunes or whatever, but I know it's a lot. <laughs> so um, that's really good for my first single. My second single, Fantasize, uh, did extremely, really well. That's that's about to reach close to 200,000 streams really, really soon. So I'm excited. I'm just excited that my music is really doing uh, really, really good. Um, as far as my following, you know, of course, you know, shout out to my YouTube, Keem Nation, you know, th that's what I call my fans, Keem Nation. Um, one channel, one channel have like 1400 subscribers, the other channel is about to hit 5,000 subscribers, but it's probably going to go up even more because I've been dropping videos every single day lately. So that number is probably going to go up. Um, so, so yeah, so you, all that stuff is good with YouTube and I can't think of what else. I just know it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, I know what you can think about. What? Oh, what's next? Oh yeah. What's next for Keem Smiles? What is next for Keem Smiles? So what is next for Keem Smiles is um my reality show I'm on. So I am the co-executive producer and cast member. Um the name of the reality show is called Unseen. Uh the first season will be on YouTube. So you can actually subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. Um Unseen Reality TV. That is Unseen Reality TV, just like that, all one word. Um, you can subscribe to the channel right now. Um, I would have never thought in a million, year, million years that I would be a part of a reality show. But everything just literally made sense. The way how the universe was aligned and everything just made sense. So I ended up doing the, uh, the first season. I'm so excited about it. Um, y'all definitely have to watch it like right now so y'all can see exactly what's going on <laughs> with everybody on the show. Um, but I just felt like this would be a good way for people to actually know who I am and who is Kim Smiles. You can see me in my everyday life and things like that. And talking about the show, um, I am coming out with new music uh, this summer. I'm actually coming out with an EP. Uh, my very first single is going to be called Yesterday. And I love that song. That's literally a song I wrote a long time ago, but I'm just not putting it out. So, but yeah, everybody will get to see the process of me, you know, making that song, uh, on the show so definitely look out for that episode um but yeah it's just you know that's that's probably like one of the biggest things that's going on for this year and 2021 is this reality show because it's just huge it's just it's just a huge 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 thing and it, it's it's like a bit in like it's been like a learning experience it's been fun it gave me a headache it's like it gave me it's a little bit of everything but at the end of the day we have a show and the goal is for us to keep this going for the next season and another season. So that's kind of like the biggest thing. And then my EP. And I'm finally coming out with a, a body of work because 
always just came out with singles here and there, but now this time people want to actually get a body of work. So I'm excited. All right. So I'm glad that you decided to share that with us. Now, as we're sharing, because we do know sharing is caring. If people want to follow you, if people want to connect with you, if people want to see what you got going on, going on, if people want to know what your YouTube channels are, can you please let us know where can we find Keem Smiles and on what platform? Yeah, definitely. So on YouTube, I have two YouTube channels, Keem Smiles and but the main one that I'm always on is Keem Nation. So you probably just want to subscribe to Keem Nation. So Keem Nation, subscribe to that YouTube channel. I am Keem Smiles um, on Instagram. So Keem Smiles on Instagram. Keem Smiles on Twitter. I don't be on Twitter like that, but you can still follow me. Um, <laughs> Keem Smiles on Twitter. Snapchat Keem Smiles. Literally everything is literally Keem Smiles. It's literally the same name for everything. So you should be easy, real easy to find me, even when it comes to my music. Type in Keem Smiles on any major platform music things that you listen to. It will literally just uh, pop right up. And um, But yeah, you know, just, just follow me, you know. Yeah. Well, Again, that wraps up our time. I thank you for committing this time. And I thank you for just being so determined and always leading by example because you are one of the very few people in my circle. Well, I, I'm going to take that back because my circle has gotten to the point where over time it's shrunk and everybody mm -hmm. has their strengths. But one of the things I always look to you and your story for is that reminder of what focus and determination can do for your destiny. Mm. And just to clarify, Keem Smiles. Smiles is with a Z. Exactly. It's, it's with a Z. Yep. So make sure you put it with a Z. You know, he had to be determined. Yeah, yeah. It had, but you anyway. know, I just feel like <laughs> it had to be, <laughs> I just feel like it had to be a Z, like just to give it that little umph, like, the, you know, to stand it out, you know. <laughs> so with that being said, it's been real Keem Smiles. We've enjoyed you here. And we're looking forward to all of your projects. You guys know how to find him, how to reach him, and all of those good details. And until next time, King, stay determined. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Listen, stay encouraged through the week. Check out my website, www.itsharoldkeith.com. Also, follow me on Instagram, at It's Harold Keith. And if you have Facebook, you can follow me there too. Guess what it is? Yup, at It's Harold Keith. And while you're showing so much love, make sure you subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Looking forward to keeping you encouraged. And I will definitely be seeing you next week. Remember, real life, real issues, real experiences, real possibilities with real people and not to mention a real you until next week remember get your positivity all right that's a wrap folks <laughs>